This is the No Relation Podcast. Recording. I think we actually... That was definitely early. I'm recording. Uh, I think we got it right. We just had a whole podcast. Did we? We did. We talked about quite a bit. We talked about sports. Um, what else did we talk about before that? Uh, inflation. Um, mm. Yeah, I mean, that's a podcast. Those two topics. I don't even know what else is going on besides those two things. Um. Oh, Biden fell off the bike. You know what? I think we came together as Americans and uh, clowned him for that. I think that was kind of a little moment of solidarity there that we all had. An elephant got God's way with a with a seven year old woman. Wait, before we get that, I think it's important to touch on the fact that I would like a president next uh, go around uh, where if they fall off a bike, we're not concerned if they're alive or not. <laughs> no, the thing is, it's the way he fell. Um, it, it wasn't. It wasn't. Uh, no, it was a pure old man fall. You don't fall like that unless you're over eighty. I, I, yeah, I don't want. I don't. Donald Trump too. If he fell off, of, if he fell on a bike, I'd also be checking. Serious concern. Yeah, I, 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 I'd, I'd assume he'd be in a coma. It was just a lot of gravity behind it. Mm-hmm. Why does why do why do old people look like they got more gravity than us? How much gravity is Joe Biden dealing with at this point in his life? More than me, I think. How much is he fighting? Also, I, I want to know, uh, the White House has X amount of people working for you know him and all these events that he goes to. What son of a bitch thought it would be a really good idea to put this elderly man on a bike? Absolutely not. Absolutely <laughs> who, the fuck not. Who thought? It was like, yeah, I got a great idea. Let's make him exercise in front of the fucking country. His exercise is the water aerobics, you know, when it's old people in the pool with floaties on yeah. and, a, and a board and they side to side, whatever they're doing. That that should be him. Yeah. Um, you clean up there. He, he'd look very presidential. Doing I, um, I went to the, to the gym for the first time in probably about 10 months. Um, I gone. I, I got my, my I got a visit scheduled for later today and I'm petrified. Evan. I got on it? a stationary bike for about 15 minutes. And then once I got off of it, I I couldn't feel my feet. So I could only imagine what that man went through for maybe a three-minute bike ride. You know how icky that shit is your first time back? You got to throw the whole bike away. There's not enough spray and paper towel in the world to make that shit usable again. Also, being in the gym for for the first time after about a year of missing out, my biggest fear was just seeing all the people that, like, you know, was, like, the same gym crowd that I, would, like, maybe was, like, in there with. It's the same people. It's, all, it it's always the same is. people. No matter what time you go. <laughs> You know what? They don't look any bigger either. What are you doing here, Steve? Oh, no, no. It was opposite for me. They all look bigger. <laughs> oh, yeah. really? For me, it just looks like they're cartoon characters. Like, it's just it's, it's the same body the whole time. No, it was they're like... really working for It was something. the same people, same clothes that they wore every single time, but um, they look bigger. Yeah. One, one actually grew a beard, which is actually very confusing to me. <laughs> hmm. Good for them. I went to Planet Fitness for the first time. Ooh. Why? How was that? Did they let you in Planet Fitness? Kick my ass. I, <laughs> I was thoroughly, uh, thoroughly actually. Uh, I waited thirty minutes for a machine, but I also had, I also worked the fuck out of that machine too. So it was, <laughs> but yeah, they they did it. And uh, every other douchey teenager was coming up to me. He was like, "Were well, you almost done? Can I work in with you?" No, you can't. 
No, you can't. You can. I'm not. Oh, ooh, ooh, work in. Ooh, oh, heavens no. no absolutely. <laughs> absolutely the fuck not. And I'll take six minutes between sets. Sorry. Yeah. Wait. Am what's... I watching a music video in between sets? Yeah. I, mean, I would expect you to mind your business. Wait, what's I can't worse? watch a music video while I'm working out. What's worse? Well, someone wants to work in with you, and they're bigger, or when they're smaller. In my opinion, bigger, because they always want to critique you and try to help you with your little journey and stuff. I'm like, dude, I already know I'm, me- I'm messing up. I know this doesn't look right. My form is terrible. Let me be. Uh, smaller, because they do the same thing, but they're smaller. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I like to think I give off a vibe of, like, you shouldn't ask me to begin with. So I, I like to think I'm there. I haven't been... Yeah, it's how disrespectful is that? Do I look approachable? Yeah. <laughs> because I can fix that. <laughs> it's seldom someone asks, "Can I work in with you?" And it, it actually, you know what happens when they tell me that? Whenever someone asks me, "Can I work in with you?" I was like, "Actually, I'm done. You can have it." <laughs> <laughs> Been there for two minutes and thirty two seconds. I'm actually just done. I don't want it anymore. You won today. This is how you, you walk you, out the gym. Yeah, I leave. That's just this is my sign to leave. Because clearly it doesn't look like I was going to work out to begin with. If you think that you can just come up and just take my my stuff, you can just have it. I don't care enough at the end of the day. Just leave. I'm just going to go. Want to introduce it? Introduce it? Yeah, yeah, wait. I think that was a good start. Yeah, well, also real quick, just to put a button on this too. Uh, I don't think I can ride a two-wheel bike. Just introduce it. That's a good point. <laughs> That's a really good point. When's the last time one of y'all just wrote about? Yeah, introduce introduce the podcast. Yeah, this is the No Relation Podcast. Expect me to do something special in them jeans. They be stretching the truth. She put a pep in the step of the pep in the pews. I had to rep and sweat and have to cry your left from the pew. Uh, if you bring her home to mama, bet she'll never approve. Plus, she let her ask about the one who you've been exclusive with. Cross her, that could be the nail of your crucifix. I hear the tick tock and now, time to lock it down. Your homie saying, don't commit, nigga, shop around. Birds flock around, we flirt a bit, but soon as I find time for us to kick it, then I'm Charlie Brown. Uh, and what's the cause of it? If it's a fatal attraction, what's the laws of it? I really need the attention, give me y'all love it. I flick it up for the freaks, I bet they all love it. Yeah. I don't know what episode. This is the episode where we investigate was Joe Biden really riding a bike. Um, <laughs> Are you questioning if that's actually him or not? I think what they did was he was actually he, he, they probably gave him the bike. There was like, all right, can you go down just a little bit, and we're gonna just like you know take you off for a little bit with like everybody else, and then we're gonna have you roll towards these cameras, thinking that all right, all he has to do is make it down ten feet. What's the worst that could happen? And he almost meets Jesus. <laughs> Who's, that whose idea was that? that they bought. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, honestly though, 
Has anyone checked on him? Have we, like, received news that he's okay? All I saw was the video, and it cut right when he fell. Yeah, they say he was fine. There's like, I think they put out a whole press release saying he was okay because the nation was concerned. I was. What's that president that got scoliosis and they faked like he could walk for another year and a half, though? Obama. Is that. <laughs> I know that presidents have had terminal illnesses and they're just like, look, we're just going to dress him up. We're just going to make this shit work. How do we know he didn't break his hip? Wasn't President, Washington. have we seen Biden since then? Wasn't President Trump when he had COVID? Like, that was actually like, he was like teeter tottering on, like, should we put him on life support? Oh, he got, they were like, should we just yeah, put him on there for a little bit? Like, he was, he was in really bad shape. So I don't, I don't know. I mean, so when's the last time you guys just rode a regular bike, like a Huffy? Um, it's probably been since I was at least 14. I don't even, I, it's been like at least five years. Actually, no, I got one of those, little, one of those, you know, those little city bikes you get on, like you like can put some money on it and you can ride no, it. I don't think those count. Yeah. I don't know how I, <laughs> <laughs> I no, they count. Cause why. I remember, I remember cause I, at the time I didn't have a car. I thought it'd be a cute. This is back when we lived in uh at, in Cincinnati. I thought it'd be cute if I just like walked down, got one of those bikes, and went up to Jay Gumbo's and ride uh ride the bike all the way back to the apartment. And uh, no, that was not a good idea. That's I'm gonna be honest. I don't even use the e-scooters anymore. One right, well, back to Evan. That's the brokest shit I've ever heard in my life. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> don't d- not having a car and then running out of options and having to use a city bike is the most homeless thing you've ever said in your life. <laughs> I was trying to throw him bail by switching the subject. <laughs> he probably wanted to get an e-scooter, but there's just no room on his debit card for it. They didn't, nigga. The Uber Uber prices are way back down. It's not that bad. Anymore. They didn't. They didn't have the scooters back then. I'd rather I'd walk before not having a car and having to use a city bike. That's just me. I've been there. Yeah. You ever you ever been out and just been like, well, can't afford the Uber, so I guess it's the six mile walk. It is yeah, what it is. I, I, it's either that or I'm staying home, or I'm a bitch to someone to let me borrow their car. Either one. I'm, but I'm not. Yeah. The city bike. If I'm getting on a city bike, it's because I I am and I'm exploring the options of what the homeless have to use, and that's that's why. Evan. All I'm all I'm saying is when I took it, I was wounded. <laughs> that's all I had to all to say. But okay. It was a decent time. It wasn't that bad of a bike, really. Never t- voluntarily taken a city bike a day in my life. <laughs> I, I've never even touched one because I'm not broke. <laughs> <laughs> my homies, my homies, girl and her group of friends was really into uh, taking city bikes like from their little apartment because they had to stop down to like where the bars are. And I said, I'll meet you guys there. <laughs> I told them more than once. <laughs> I'm going to take the car, which I, I bought, and I, I have payments on that blows air conditioning on my beautiful face. That's what I'm going to do. Like, you guys you guys let me charge my phone at your place while we're pre-gaming. The Uber app works fine. You know how, also, you know how barbaric bicycles are? <laughs> bicycles were never even a primary mode of transportation. If they were, they were for, what, two days, and someone was like, nigga, we got to make a car. Like <laughs> Yeah, really. Well, we literally decided, you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to domesticate this horse because this bike is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I will literally tame a wild animal before I have to do this to my fucking balls again. Oh, bike. Uh, the bike. Uh, guess where that was made? Say it. Uh, say it. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. It was not. I know what you're thinking, but uh, it wasn't. Are you about to say Dayton, Ohio? Because I'll, I'll leave the podcast. <laughs> It, 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 wait, Evan, it's not Kettering, Ohio? 
There was parts of it that was probably re-innovated or something here, but like, no, it was not made here. It was made. So to avoid this inevitable egregious error, I'm going to go ahead and Google this. It was made centuries ago, like in like France or something. But it was innovated. Nigga, they had bikes way before they had America. Let's let's dial it back there. Does Bicycle have a Wikipedia page? Didn't the Wright brothers make the bike? They had a bike shop where they like did something weird with the bike, but it wasn't. They didn't invent the bike. No. But they were trying to invite the dirt bike, and they accidentally made a <laughs> an airplane. <laughs> so it's it's German, by the way. Eighteen seventeen. History of the bicycle. Uh, so who lied to you about that in Ohio? Let's let's clear that up I real think quick. All my teachers. Um, why why is Ohio education you guys just making up <laughs> things that make you way more significant than you ever ever could have been? What else do they have fucking have to tell us, Joe? Exactly, but don't lie. I mean, once they get done with Neil Armstrong, every Ohio kind of... teacher should be like, "Hey, make some money and leave." That's what your job is to do. That's a good. Once they get Let done, dumbasses like Joseph move there when he's naive. Hey, once they get done with talking about how that guy uh, filmed himself on the moon, then they, get, they they kind of like run out of stuff. Like, it was really funny when uh, we were in like fourth grade and we had to pick someone famous from Ohio to like do a project on, and I think uh, every man and a couple girls showed up as LeBron James. Um, and my mom would Yeah, well, my mom wouldn't let me show up as LeBron. I really tried, though. You did what every other person did was Neil Armstrong. Yeah, I was going to say, who else Who else do you all have? Like Buzz Aldrin or something? No, I did. I was, I did I, yeah, it was Neil Armstrong. No, or, yeah, no one a, else did Neil Armstrong. It was just me. <laughs> I, did the, I did Steven Spielberg. He's from Ohio? Yep. Is he from Ohio or is he like Dave Chappelle where he's like, yeah, I spent the summer here and it was fun? He's from Ohio. He's from Cincinnati. Someone showed up as the Chef Boyardee guy. <laughs> See that? That makes a lot of sense. That I can. Uh, that I believe. If I did that project, Famous project again, I'd show up as the baby. I'd show up. No, you guys have Tony Morrison. That's definitely the most significant one on this list. Who? Okay, never mind. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, beloved. Huh? He's one of the greatest authors of all time, poets of all time. Are you serious? Y'all don't know who Toni Morrison is, and it is Juneteenth. Nah. Oh, you're talking about the nigga that made uh, of, 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 of Mice and Men. Tony is a woman. Mm-hmm. Oh, he has God. a man's name. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I'm all about <laughs> ignorance. This is, this is hard. This is hard for me. <laughs> is that but, what they taught you in your New York schools? <laughs> Toni Morrison is literally probably the greatest American... Uh, like author of all time. What about the Ain't nigga Dr. that made Seuss? the Gatsby's? It's from Lorraine, Ohio. Moraine, Ohio. Ohio. I said Lorraine, Lorraine, Ohio. Yeah, no, we're Lorraine, from. Ohio. We're close to Moraine. <laughs> no, Lorraine. That's like it's like a suburb of Cleveland. That was the Kendrick song. <sighs> talking about Shireen. I think we would do you, should I should I learn you guys some knowledge about this this uh, magnificent woman or are you guys good? No. You, yeah, yeah. I was, let's 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 stop before it didn't. Start. It's gonna be I one. And if there is an if there's an, be, an award in literature, she won it several times over. That's all I'm saying. That's cool. So did Kendrick. Get your levels up. I'm a little upset right now, so we should uh, we should go into our topics. Uh, the Ohio teachers get guns now. 
clearly they needed them for when you guys were in school. <laughs> if I just if I was in a high school English classroom and I was trying to teach y'all and I mentioned Toni Morrison and everybody had a blank stare, I would pistol whip everybody in class. You know, what? Isn't, um, that that um that like horror book dude, um, Stephen Hawking. He's uh he's from uh, oh wow. That's a shot in the knee. What, what else? <laughs> now, now that I'm an Ohio teacher, what what do you have, Alex, to contribute to the class today? I think the I think the guy that made those uh, Captain Underpants uh, books too. I think he's I think he's an Ohioan. Let's get let's let's get off the subject. Yeah. So uh, you guys uh, are friends with a young woman who's a. Who's a public school teacher in Ohio? So she'll uh, get a weapon uh, based off of uh, something that your mayor just signed or governor, whatever the fuck y'all are doing over there. Governor, um, do you feel safer? Is everybody safe over there? I try, man. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, as a as a as a fellow that has had to uh, train, practice, and then uh, obtain a, a weapon to use in the workplace. Because <clears throat> you're a cop. You're, you were a cop. I was not a cop. Not a teacher. I was not a cop. You're a cop. I was not a cop. I just had a gun and a yeah. I just had a gun, a badge, and, a, and some handcuffs. But FBI. I was not a cop. I was not a cop or a fed. No, you're no. a fed. Um, Narcotics and in, in, in NCIS. Narc. No, he was a narc. No, 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 no of those. But C- CSI. As, okay. What was Sherlock Holmes' job? Army Reserve. From Ohio. Hey, from Ohio, mm-hmm. Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, uh, continue your thought. Yeah. So, as a as a guy that's had to train, uh, train and uh, uh, test and all this other good shit to get a gun, uh, I don't think teachers should have a gun. Uh, I shouldn't have had a gun, and I had to have a gun. So, I don't think I don't think they should have guns. <laughs> <laughs> My friend is a state trooper. Um, he grew up in a in a house full of cops. His dad was a cop. Uh, whatever. It's a military family. Um, they go shooting all the time, at least once a month, probably more than that. Uh, everybody's got hella guns, ARs, also all the things that you're, you know, that we're trying to ban. Um, one of those families. Um, I went shooting with him not too long ago. I think it was like last Christmas. Uh, he had a target about the size of like a, a, a softball that he threw about 10 yards in front of us. And we uh, tried to shoot with a pistol. I hit it once and he hit it once with a clip. <laughs> who the, who the fuck? <laughs> is giving Mrs. Patterson a fucking Glock for her classroom and expecting her to save the goddamn day. Hey, uh, were you guys ever class clowns at one point? Evan, I don't really think you were too much. Probably not. Joe, were you? I didn't you? really say much in, in, uh, in school. I wouldn't, I wouldn't describe it as class clown, but I definitely had some very disrespectful moments where I was trying to be funny. I was definitely the person that they, I... I got told to be quiet a couple of times when I didn't really talk or I'd say something that or do something that's kind of stupid. I was given word limits in classes. I was <laughs> there's a few teachers that told me to shut the fuck up and there was a couple of teachers that I made cry. I'd be scared to death of any of yeah. those teachers See, having a gun. So like you I, actually I, you actually had a teacher tell our mother that um, they didn't want to call you a monkey for the way that you're acting because they thought it would be racist. What? How do you know all this stuff? And I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Who said that? I've wanted to call you a monkey before, so I, I get it. Same teacher that, uh, that said that uh, we would also be robbing a bank. To be... F- <laughs> 
proved her wrong. Look at you guys. <laughs> now you have a podcast. <laughs> to be fair, I always thought she was kind of interesting. Okay. <laughs> you know what? Maybe, maybe, maybe teachers do have guns, so you guys never really made it. <laughs> Yeah, look, obviously, now that I think about it, because I, I, you guys know my stance on abortion. You can abort a kid up till they're 17. Um, mm-hmm. I think this should be a part of it. I think that should fall under this umbrella, sure. What's odd to me is how um, Republicans are so um, so uh, pro, pro, pro-life, pro but or, uh, but they're not. Uh, okay, do we have to, the, <laughs> let's not point out the nuances of the philosophical, uh, you know, the philosophical paradox that is being pro-life but being pro-gun. We don't need to go there. What I think is interesting is um, I feel like this falls under, like, the Jim Jeffries fucking thing he said in the stand-up. It's like, all right, so you either have a gun that's readily accessible so when someone comes through, uh, you can have it right away. But if you do that, that means that, like, if it's readily accessible, you you know, somebody might take it or, like, a kid might grab it or something. But if it's not readily accessible and it's locked in a safe, then how the fuck are you supposed to help somebody if somebody bursts through your door and you're like, wait there, bitch. <laughs> and then you go over to the cupboard and then you type in the seven digit code and then you fuck up the code. So you have to type it in again. All that shit. Fuck <laughs> you said, listen, she looked like a monkey, bitch. <laughs> I'm going to find her on Facebook later. I have some things to talk about. <laughs> also, uh, if uh, uh, fun fact. So. <clears throat> Let's say you have a gun, right? And I have a gun. And my objective is to take a few people out. The first person I'm going to take out is the person with the gun so I can finish my objective. If I know uh, if I know uh, Miss Patterson over there has a gun, I w- I'm just gonna, why would you air that out? Why would you? So what I think is they should do a raffle um, before the school day starts and just one lucky student gets to hold the uh, – Gets to hold the Smith and Wesson for the day. Oh, like yeah. like morning announcements, like I and uh, you know number twenty nine. You won today, buddy. Yeah. Come come pick up the and like come pick up the like maybe burning. they can like you know they can pick between which one they can get like a, like a Glock forty five. They can get like a Sig Sawyer oh. or something like that. Like they can have like a few a little thirty eight. Yeah, sawed off or something. Like that. Yeah, no, yeah, well, they're not going to get too crazy with it. <laughs> no, no, it'll be handguns. But yeah, maybe you got to be able to keep it in your backpack. Yeah, maybe on Fridays they'll give them. A Sawed off or something like that. If they've been like, if it, oh, there you if go. they went, oh, if they went to raffle and it's their birthday, they get like an AK or something like that. <laughs> I would appreciate that. You get the holographic site, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so that way, at least you know, you know, you keep everybody on their toes. All I'm saying I is that's a good idea. You have you have this like 75 year old math teacher that can't even write straight anymore because of the arthritis in her hand. You're telling her to hold a handgun and keep the class protected. That's correct. Yes, okay. I. I think that you guys made the right decision. I well, or that teacher could yeah, just like every you know before class, pick the coolest kid, toss him the gun. Here you go, <laughs> hot potato, and <laughs> uh, you know they they get to protect the class. Whoever has the best angle at the door, you know what I mean. How long do y'all think it will be until the kid gets the gun in a te- from a teacher? I say it's probably gonna be next within the next couple weeks. Third period. What a. <laughs> <laughs> when does this go into whatever day they start? I think by third period. Also, we know some of these. We've we've met some teachers now um, in our adult, adult age. They're not um 
met some teachers. Nigga, name name one education major you met where you're like, wow, this person's on top of it and trustworthy and really, really gonna, really gonna change these kids' lives. Back- education majors scared the shit out of me when I was in school. I've never met anybody more drunk on Tuesday mornings than also just pumped full of Adderall that, that was not prescribed to them. <laughs> <laughs> I went on a date with this uh, with a woman once until like maybe four o'clock in the morning, and Titan it was filled with just drinking until the entire point. And that same person got up at six thirty and went to work to help uh, help learn some kids. That's that's who was entrusted with these with these handguns now. Also, I want to know education majors. Uh, 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 maybe I'll get some flack for this. Maybe I won't. Easiest major, and it's not even fucking close. And they all. <laughs> <laughs> and they all bitched and complained about that shit. <laughs> like, I had to do homework for 40 minutes yesterday. <laughs> I don't know if this college thing is for me, man. <laughs> and I'm sa- I'm saying that as a criminal justice major. <laughs> uh, the, honestly, though, to talk about the shit you want, they were definitely the most fun friends to have. Oh, yeah. <laughs> A horrible detriment to your academic performance, but they were a lot of fun to Always have free Wednesdays around. and Thursdays, so they had to go to that bar job that they had to keep until they <laughs> until after college. Yeah. You gotta build up that resume. <laughs> that one's gonna probably earn you more, so Yeah, uh, to go on just to circle back. Yeah, I think all, I think teachers should have the clip on them just in case. Um because I don't think the, I don't think the teachers better? should have it. What's better? Well, no. All right, all right. I'm, I'm taking that back. I'm just kidding. You know, because you know, you're also accountable for the sh- the the shots you miss. So I that's the that's the point I was trying to make in the beginning when you were making fun of your teacher <laughs> was was that like even a well trained police officer that I'm friends with. Um, can't hit goddamn anything with a pistol. There are you gonna give a teacher a nine and just expect them to be the fucking hero and not light up half their classroom in the process? Being able to hit a target is like being able to like bench two twenty five. There's like fifteen percent of the world can actually do it, maybe, and it's actually never mind. I take that. It's like three percent of the world can probably do that. I don't think that, and it's got nothing to do with the amount of practice. It's just pistols are shitty to shoot. You can't. You're either good at it or you're not. Yeah, I don't think that the teachers should get. It. I think the the janitor or maintenance person should have it. Hey, what do you mean? They bring it probably. They probably <laughs> exactly. They have it on them already. So <laughs> I'm excited. I'm excited for like some school in the south to get shot up, but uh, someone's dad gave Timmy a gun to take to school. And he just he just pulls it. Yeah, Save the yeah, day. Saves the day. He saves the day by taking out five other people, but he saves the day nonetheless. I I've been completely off having a gun ever since that black security guard got shot by the police after killing a shooter. Y'all remember that? I remember, that was a couple of years. Yeah, ago. I remember I about. I remember radar, that, and but... no one fucking talked about it. Uh, I like exactly. I, I, that's like when I was low key like, all right, let me look for another job because I knew that was going to be me <laughs> somehow, and I was like, I, this just is. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> You know how white you have to – that fucking Atlanta episode was my favorite, uh, the light-skinned one where homie built a flamethrower and then walked to school. And then the dark-skinned kid was like, I had to assemble this by the dumpster because there's no way I could have walked through a neighborhood with a flamethrower. You just got to do that. That's how, I, that's how I feel about owning a gun. It's like, yeah, it's cute. Okay, I can protect myself until I protect myself. And then the cops show up and he's like, oh, fuck, he's still here. <laughs> Throw me off my balcony. I was so worried. I was like, every time I got pulled over at my last job working in law enforcement, I was like, I know I'm just going to be the one black guy working at this job. 
And it's just, <laughs> I want to get the headline somehow. And I just knew, I, I thought it was going to be me. Somehow it wasn't, but. That's how, what was it? What, what, somebody's, uh, the unarmed black man was shot, or not, whatever. Like, he had a gun in the car, and he was like, hey, I have a licensed pistol in the car. I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. Uh, you know, it's in the car. I'm, I'm supposed to notify you when you pull me over. And the cop was like, what, you have a gun? And then he shot him in the face. I was like, ah, whoops. <laughs> yeah, you're, I don't know. It's, it's bullshit. But that's why I was like, kind of like a little happy I got out of it. But I kind of miss it, to be honest. It was kind of fun. I think about that sometimes. Louis C.K. had a joke that uh, in his most recent special where he said that he could never be a cop because he couldn't have a gun on him all the time because he'd he's like, there's 35 reasons a day that I would just shoot myself in the face. (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't have a gun readily accessible. I feel like that would be my real issue as a teacher. (laughs) Somebody would raise their hand and just be like, wait. Like, I didn't think I had to do the homework because my dog was sick. I'd be like, I'm just going to kill myself. I can't do this anymore. <laughs> no, I also, probably wouldn't know who that, uh, who that uh, little stupid-ass author is that we didn't know. <laughs> it would probably be that. If I had a gun readily accessible, I would definitely be staring it down pretty good right now. Yeah, my bad. We got bitches in high school. No, we didn't. Did no, you? No, we didn't. I yeah, was going to say. Chime in right there. I'm gonna you're going to look me in the eye and just tell me something that I know for a fact is I'm going to stop you right there. Right there. Joe met us right, right, right as we came out of there. No, we didn't. Well, all my bitches from high school are pregnant and married, so... Here we are. We're all, it's a level hey, playing Also, field. as someone that's uh, that had a gun and still had a pretty playful personality, just don't give it to teachers because they're way more <laughs> playful than I was, and I shouldn't have had one. <laughs> someone that still puts up dinosaurs as wall art should not have a gun. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> do fridge magnets count? <laughs> Where do those fall? I, I definitely played like Magnum PI a couple of times in an empty apartment with that gun. So just it's not it's not <laughs> I may have only hit I, I only did like three or four somersaults with it. So it's it doesn't <laughs> they don't need it. That's all. Cool. All right. We covered gun control. They should come to us for the answers more. I have a solution to gun control. What's that? I think we should get one of those spiritual girls with their rock collections and uh, put a judgmental black auntie in every gun shop, and then they should just assess the, the vibes of the person trying to buy the gun. That wouldn't work because the auntie would just continually argue with the other uh, girl. But those we two don't a, go together. Well, no. One's in the, in, in the entrance. One's in the exit. Yeah, but... I agree. I agree. All right. Stone girl at the entrance, auntie at yeah, the yeah, exit. Yeah. <laughs> because you low-key won't even want to buy the gun at that point with the black auntie at the exit. Yeah. I she's going to judge you one. when you walk in, but she's going to keep her mouth shut. Stone girl, you'll have to get through, but the, you, you could probably get through that. But, you know, I'm not going to get past that auntie. I'm just going to No, honestly, I wouldn't I would get, would get past stone girl. That would piss me the fuck off. <laughs> yeah, the, What's I your mean, rising go. sign? I mean, stone girls might be. Might be fo- like cannon fodder, but we'll we'll see. We'll... Apparently, apparently, I would walk in and be like, "Oh, Scorpio, get out!" <laughs> <laughs> I am so sick of Scorpios. Your moon Light rising bitch. sign is just clearly like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, we'll give them like a tapestry and everything. We'll it'll be it'll be really good. 
got the fucking tapestry. Oh yeah, so it was uh it was a uh, uh, gay black daddy's day. How'd you guys? Mm-hmm. How'd you guys celebrate? It's about time that I get recognized as a you know for a holiday. I feel really well represented by Gay Black Father's Day. It was Father's Day. Mm-hmm. You didn't get the team Snapchat. I blocked them a while back, so I don't know what holidays it is. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, it was Father's Day. Um, I gave my dad a call. He's doing well. I hope you guys did the same. You've been you've been waiting all week for that one. Is that? <laughs> just rolled right off the tongue i didn't mean to um so uh father's day um uh did you guys go to brunch at least did you celebrate not being a father's day i think because that's normally what i, I think do. i tried yeah, to become on, a father i think day. that's the issue yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh every father's day i'm reminded of this uh in third grade we had to make an art project uh where we put our picture on a frame and uh, everybody had to make it. And I remember going to the teacher. I was like, hey, so my dad's my dad's dead. Um, would you still like me to participate? And she yelled at me. <laughs> um, and it's pretty fucked up because uh, that art project was uh, – I wish I might – Evan, if you have some time, if you're able to go find this, it, it says – Dad, you're out of this world. And it's <laughs> <laughs> No the fuck it doesn't. <laughs> I, and I didn't really There's no way. There's no way. There's I really no didn't way. put two and two together like that until one time one of our friends came over and read it and he was just in fucking tears. Like he <laughs> We had to, we had to pick him up off the goddamn floor. He was, he was in tears, just laughing. He had to leave for the day. <laughs> he just couldn't stop if laughing. I, if I walked into your childhood home and saw that picture frame, you would have to take me directly to the hospital. They'd have to sedate me for how hard I'd be laughing. That's, that's awful. Evan if, you, Evan, if you find that, I will give you $75. <laughs> oh, I, don't, I know what I'm doing tomorrow evening now. All right, cool. I'm sure it's in the basement. <laughs> I'm going to give you $75. I'll probably give it to you in, like, Cole's cash, but. <laughs> that's all I'll take anyway. That's as valuable as any crypto right now. So that's, <laughs> that's not, not Cole's cash. I was telling you about Cole's cash two years ago, so I don't want to hear a single thing yeah. out of you guys. We're six months about away from being a Kohl's cash-based economy. <laughs> I'm going to be really upset if Evan actually has like a little bit of merit to his Kohl's cash like <laughs> argument he has. <laughs> Is it fucked up that after he's like said it with so much conviction, I just keep five dollars Kohl's cash in my wallet? <laughs> so I have a little bit. You don't have to put in a lot. Just you know, just small increments for every paycheck. <laughs> I didn't believe you until I went to a Coles. Who? Go- no one's in there. There's no one in there. <laughs> but there's still a thriving company. <laughs> it's because of Coles cash, dog. <laughs> they got all their money already. <laughs> Doesn't matter if you spend it or not. <laughs> They're literally saving money <laughs> by you not shopping. <laughs> you can buy everything in Coles, right? Like you can get an air fryer, self-sustaining economy, you can get a television. 
There's everything in there. I just said they're nice clothes too. I think they have Gucci on sale there. Like it's, it's they have a little bit of. I got a good jacket from Kohl's like five years ago. <laughs> I don't know why more people aren't there, but it said yeah, Evan, you might be onto something. Um, what were we talking about? Father's oh, Day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it was also Juneteenth. It is Juneteenth. It was June twentieth. How are you guys celebrating? It's June twentieth now. Well, yeah, but like it's you know it's Juneteenth is in today is the day we got off. Um, I woke up this morning and got with from a text from my boss saying that we don't in fact have uh, today off, but I took it off anyway because uh, it's, it's a national holiday. And if Biden's going to virtue signal, I'm going to take advantage of it. Uh, yeah, I celebrated Juneteenth by going into work anyways, which is pretty much what the black slaves did too. So, yeah, I, I guess I celebrated in unison with uh, my brothers and sisters that were enslaved, even though that they were told that they were freed. So, hey, did you know like the last set of slaves was like let free in like 1977 or something like that? Like, yeah, we we uh, we t- we covered that last podcast. Yeah. <laughs> No, no, like no, no joke at all. It was like in, like Georgia or some shit. Like they were like in someone's backyard, and like someone just got escaped, and like someone found them and said like, "Oh shit, we," they've been like, they were just being hidden from everyone for probably like almost a hundred years. You know how not hard that would be. <laughs> you ever that, name the last time you really really looked into what's going on in the Amish community? <laughs> I was gonna say, I'm sorry, but if you really wanted to do some digging and you went to parts of Georgia, Texas, or like South Carolina, I'm. I'm sure that if someone just really wanted to find one person that might be still enslaved, maybe not as enslaved as slavery used to be, but I'm sure there's at least one or a few places that probably still have a couple black people enslaved. So. Or white people. Or, you know, Puerto I mean, Ricans well, or something. Well, I'm sure that's... Slaves are still a thing all over the world. We're just... It just... Here it's no longer accepted. Yeah. Legally. <laughs> Just go to a fucking nail tech and tell me it's not accepted. <laughs> you know how many of those get busted for human trafficking and just no one ever hears about it? About all of them. <laughs> about my, what last, was my last job, uh, I had I had a massage therapist. I had a, a girl that was a madam running one of those. They are really effective. They, <laughs> She's... She's been cleaning up between Ohio and Florida, and she was she was putting in fucking. I talked to the detective too that ran her case, and she he was like, "Listen, I have never been more pissed in my life having to deal with this woman. Like she she do exa- she acts like she doesn't speak any English except when you piss her off, and then she just smiles at you, and it's so fucking scary because <laughs> you know she knows some shit, so it's just weird. But yeah, oh yeah, that is a that is a very sustained economy between the massages and the nails. Yeah, I, to, I don't know if you remember this, Joe, but remember when uh, we all t- went to go get our um, our nails nails done when we all lived in Cincinnati, and I remember our, yeah. our one of the nail techs was just telling us how she uh, she actually went to the same college as us and was studying the same stuff as us, and um, mm-hmm. she didn't know any of the buildings, she didn't know um, any of the the actual coursework in that major because I think she told me the same major I'm in or something like that. And we're like, this is mm-hmm. uh, this is actually getting kind of sad. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You don't have to do the song and dance for me. I don't. <laughs> I'm just happy you're giving me the clear coat, baby. I don't. <laughs> I'm not a cop. <laughs> well, you guys should do buffer next time you go in. It's a little bit less uh, uh, 
less sticky than McQuaid. I go clear coat for the toes and then buffer for the for the I, um, for the yeah. finger. I was now. told that I don't I never need to get a clear coat because of the how my cuticles are. So if I get a buffer, it's always fine. Yeah, buffers buffers hmm. the way to go. Hey, speaking of massage therapists, you guys want to talk about the Sean Watson real quick? <laughs> <laughs> All right, wait, can I just give you guys the lowdown of what I think is going on and then y'all yes. comment on, uh, the, you know, legally give your legal opinion? Sure. I think Deshaun's a nasty nigga that had a, uh, you know, a massage therapist thing. And um, I think the Texans were not only aware of it, but, uh, you know, behind it, <laughs> they were helping him out. They're just like, oh, I know a good one. We'll keep, keep him coming. We'll give you a new one every week. As long as you get a win, we'll give you two. Um, and, uh, yeah, so, and then he decided he wanted to trade and then they said, oh, nigga, we got some dirt on you. And he said, ah, oh, you know, it's not that deep. And now here we are. I think that's what happened. You know, we were talking about this, like Tom Hendelson person. Like, why don't you just go be Adam Shepard? Look at you. Am I, am I not spot on? I mean, that, that's pretty much the story. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I think that's, that's, that's what we're going through right now. And I think he thinks he's not in the wrong. Cause he's like, look, the fucking Texans were the ones that were helping me out with this. I <laughs> I was just simply getting massages and, you know, happy endings. But only, it is what it is. Not only that, but his lawyer came out and was like, all right, come on now. Who hasn't got a little bit of a rug and tug at the massage bar? Who's <laughs> it? Who, come on now. Let's be honest. Who, who's wrong a little happy ending at the massage place? What's, also, who's did, did holding y'all, did them y'all, down? Come on now. <laughs> did, did y'all hear, uh, hear him talking to the media at one time? Because, like, it just sounded like the most, like, rehearsed thing ever. He's like, I know oh, yeah. that my image in the community has affected the community, but like I know that I need to be the person in the community, and I've gone out in the community to make sure that I am not that person in the community to represent these people. Like, no, nigga, you said community seventeen times. <laughs> he he brought the same towel each time. Each time, yeah, he, that's the grossest part. Yeah, each time he that, brought the same actually, small towel, and he that just, was the part that I knew made him guilty because that sounds accurate. If you bring your own towel to a massage, you are a dirty <laughs> man. <laughs> there's no, there's no way around that. There's absolutely no way. Also, you go. What's the? There's a couple things that I think is hilarious. Is the fact that like every news source has asked multiple NFL players and athletes, "Hey, just quickly, I just want to know how many massage therapists have you used in your life?" And they go all like, "Oh, maybe, maybe five. And it was just because you have to find the right one. Because after you, you, you know, once you get the right one, you stick with them because every other other one could like kind of fuck with your body. Uh, he's Fam. he's had sixty six. <laughs> <laughs> There is every team, there's at least three salaried people that are the team massage therapists. Mm-hmm. That's their job. You go to the training room before or after or both your game, and you get a massage from the team massage therapist. That's a professional where they are athletic trainers that specialize in massages. This is an entirely different. Him going into dimly lit rooms with, with his own towel and Zen music playing at various places around Texas – uh, is not the same. Majority thing. of them are hotel rooms. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Even better. Uh, also, uh, the funniest part about all of this is the is the Cleveland Browns giving him about three hundred and fifty million in guaranteed money. Guarant all a hundred percent guaranteed. That means you know it was it usually like uh like uh 
most deals are like they'll sign for like two hundred incentive based. Yeah, it, but it's like yeah. usually most deals is like all right, we'll give you two hundred million. Uh, like you get fifty million guaranteed, right? So that means like you know like Correct. you get fifty million guaranteed on your contract. Uh, if, if you're doing well, we don't try to get rid of you. Uh, you'll get the rest or whatever. Uh, yeah, it's like if, yeah. it's like it'll be like it'll be like a like a eighty million guaranteed, but like the rest, if you don't get injured and if you like go win a Super Bowl or like have these yeah. many completions, then we'll get you like the rest. But yeah, no, that's they they that, have to a, they have to give this guy more than a quarter of a billion dollars. <laughs> And he keeps having women come out of the woodwork going like, yeah, he told me to try to jerk him off while he was getting a massage. All right. And his in, in the Browns defense, they said that they did their own investigation <laughs> into, their, into this, into this, into the case. Their own there was a woman for the New York Times that yeah. like literally just went around, I think, probably just a couple different cities and asked them, hey, what was the massage like? And they pretty much said, like, yeah, no, the nigga's weird. Not even 40 hours worth of work to, designated to, <laughs> by that woman, and she uncovered all that shit. It's right there in the wide open. <laughs> also, like, I, well, their investigation was talking to Deshaun. I was like, all right, so like, is that it? And it's like, yeah, I don't know. I think so. <laughs> he was just like... <laughs> I think there might be like two more or something like that, but it was they were pretty cool. Like, <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, good luck to the Browns, I guess. You got rid of Baker Mayfield for this nigga, like that. <laughs> how maybe? How salty are you if you're Baker Mayfield, who's like at least like a playable person in the NFL, and he's just uh, he's he, the playoffs. He's over here just getting dog walked by this nigga that just can't get out of a massage parlor. That's just incredible. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I think the, the reason that the Browns signed him is because Ben Roethlisberger retired. You have to have at least one rapist in the AFC North to keep balance with the force. But what do I know? And I'm a Steelers fan. <laughs> well, at least one person out, one team's out of the division. That's a tight division. Yeah, it's a really tight division. If Deshaun plays, it's it's a nightmare. <laughs> oh yeah, for everybody. <laughs> yeah, the massage therapists, players. Yeah, it's <laughs> probably why I moved to Cleveland. Like, ain't no temptation here. <laughs> There's massage envies everywhere. It's a national business. Yeah, but the workers are different. Yeah, it's a grown man that you see that was, spent 36 years as a brick mason decided he's going to get into massages. <laughs> <laughs> For what it's worth, that guy's probably really good. Oh, he can get in there. <laughs> Finger strength is dumb. <laughs> it was crazy. I when I was in Mexico, um, me me and my lady, we got some massages while we were there. And when when the massages concluded, me and her looked at each other and we're like, you know, this whole Deshaun Watson thing, the last thing I was thinking of was just like, you know, pulling my meat out. <laughs> oh, oh, thank you. A good massage is not comfortable by any stretch of the goddamn imagination. If you're getting a good massage, they fuck you up. So I, the fact that I, I've gotten I've gotten three massages in my life. One was with a man. Gayest experience in my life. That's a different podcast. But I will say of the I got one here in Hawaii recently because my back was all fucked up from flying too much, and um, that woman hurt me. And it was amazing, you know, the next day. But in the moment, it, I actually felt like I paid someone to assault me. And uh, I got one where the massage wasn't very good, but it was, like, kind of relaxing, and I feel like that's more the environment. But I also feel like that environment was very uncomfortable because I was like, is this woman going to try and make me pay for a little extra sum-sum? Because that's not why I'm here. 
I'm here because my back hurts. So, I've, yeah, got, I've uh, gotten two massages, and yeah, it's the same thing. It's pretty much like it takes two days for me to feel good. Like, it's yeah. an actual massage is like a workout. And I'm ticklish, so I didn't like any of it. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, do you guys want to save Drake and the Warriors for light skins of the week, or do you want to talk about those? I got my light skin, so y'all, that's up to y'all. Um, we can go to light skin of the week. I, they actually, no, never mind. I'll, I'll save it for light skin of the week. We can talk about Drake real quick. I mean, if that's your light skin, you can make it your light skin. You can have two. No, I don't really have any light skin, so I guess why not? Okay. All right, light skin of the week. This is how y'all taking care of child support payments. Light skin of the week. Light skin of the week just goes out to someone that stood out to us. Doesn't have to be light skin. It could be anybody. I'll just start because they're kind of topics, anyways. Mine goes out to. Uh, we had a really light skin week. Unbelievably light skin week. The Warriors, mm-hmm. which is the most light skin team ever assembled, and probably uh, one of the better teams ever assembled too. Um, Their GM <laughs> really got an eye for light skin we'll talent. Don't mean to cut you off. Don't. Uh, does Andrew Wiggins count as a light skin? Says he's Canadian. Uh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. His nickname in high school was a prospect, and when I found that out, yes, I was like, he is light skin. Um, His current mm-hmm. nickname is Maple Jordan. People tried to call R.J. Barrett Maple Mamba for three weeks, and everybody was like, I'm going to kill myself <laughs> if I actually ever say that again <laughs> out loud. But, yeah, uh, so shout-out to the Warriors. Uh, Draymond Green is not light-skinned at all, so I'm not going to put that out there. But uh, everybody else on that team is pretty light-skinned, from Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Jordan Poole, Otto Porter. Juan uh, Toscano Aronison. Juan Toscano, uh, handsome. GP3. Yeah. So. There's a oh yeah Gary Payton the third. All types of light skins on that team. You got your nice guys, the tatted up ones. Well, it's mostly because half the team is uh, former NBA players. Yeah. So. Like you said, dads. That the uh, yeah. yeah, Alex, you're the one that said the the owner clearly has a fetish, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He looks like a man that would. <laughs> Well, shout out to them. Everybody counting them he, out, including he looks, me. He looks like a man that does, he doesn't watch gay porn, but there are a lot of men in it. <laughs> How many men does there need to be for it to cross the line? As long as one girl. Somebody's done that math. It, Somebody's done that math. Just as soon as one starts holding the other one's hand, that's when it, that's when it starts crossing over. Hey, there's inevitable friendly fire once there's enough people in that room. <laughs> Uh, and then the other one goes out to Drake because uh, to Drake, uh, notable light skin, uh, put on an album that was clearly just for him and him only. <laughs> that was. It's my favorite thing Drake's done in his career thus far. No, I'm not talking about music wise. I'm talking about decision wise. You could just tell the cocaine that was in that going into that album. There was just someone said that man was just on a yacht in Ibiza and was just like, you know what? I like this now. <laughs> Well, what did Zach Fox tweet? Like, some of y'all have clearly never been in the club at 7.30 in the morning off a pill that was supposed to be ecstasy, but was actually meth. <laughs> Just vibing. <laughs> and I can tell. It, it, it's it, Drake has been dropping tea leaves at this for years. That this is the music that he wants to make. This is like... Thank you. 
remember when people got upset about OnlyFans? Like they were like trying to get rid of all the <laughs> pornographic stuff that's on there because they want to be known for like artists, exclu- like and like promoting artists and like all this like niche type of stuff. This is exactly the same thing. This is exactly Drake has been trying to be this guy that makes Caribbean music for the past ten years, <laughs> and uh, I'm I'm proud of him. I was the album for me not necessarily, but I think that's the point. I like two songs, but the the, the twenty one Sa- twenty one Savage cannot do any wrong. Uh, no, twenty one Savage honestly is probably having one of the better runs of anybody in this decade. He's 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 a very very good artist. I don't know what what's going on with that. Everything you touch turns to gold. Yeah, I'm not going to be the one that says it's bad. It's not my type of music, so I can't judge it really. Um, But, yeah, no, it it literally sounds exactly how it feels to be in the club at 8 o'clock in the morning. If you don't get that reference, then you're not going to get the album. Yeah, that's exactly what he wanted. And I I, see I'm sick of niggas saying it's bad. You're allowed to not like it. That's one thing. But don't say it's bad because it's not bad. It's a good album. It's just, you know, it's not Drake for you. It's Drake for Drake. Drake has completely gotten the formula down pat of how to make hit like hits and bops and pop bangers and fucking he can sing he can rap he can make ig captions he he has that done he's done it convincingly it's been six albums in a row where he's going to go number one for seven weeks with 36 songs 18 of which makes everybody's playlist uh you know he lights the summer up this nigga decided all right with no Roll out and no warning, I'm going to put out the album that I like, that I wanted to make, that I've wanted to make for fucking 15 years now. That's, uh, you know, now that I have the creative freedom to do so because my legacy is solidified and I've, I'm as rich as I could possibly even fathomably be, um, I'm just going to put this shit out because that, this one's for me. Yeah. And uh, I like it. I like it a lot. Yeah. This album is for Drake and for <laughs> people in, in Berlin and at a club till 4.30 at night. Like, that's that's just yeah. who it's for. And what a time to be so alive! So if you think if it's bad, fuck you. Oh my god! If you, if you if you get the if you get a chance to be that guy, enjoy it. It doesn't last forever, young man. <laughs> but I'm just saying, if you if you keep tweeting or saying shit like this album sucks, then you're an idiot. But if you keep tweeting and saying something like you're not smart enough or nuanced enough or like music enough to enjoy this album, you're also a douchebag. You, Kendrick, you. <laughs> it's okay to be neutral you, on it. For fuck's everybody sake, that said, y'all everybody are weird. that said the same shit about Drake and J. Cole or, or, or J. Cole and Kendrick turned around and said the same shit about Drake. So it, it just, it, again, suck my dick. It's, none of this is that deep. If you don't like it, then just stay away yeah. from it. But also, yeah, it's, 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 that's all it is. Also, that Drake did exactly what what I thought Kendrick was going to do with his album. Actually, you're the first person that I've heard say that, and that is a really good point. <laughs> That's a really really good point. You know I, sh- I was sure that like Kendrick was going to be like, "You guys are learning the violin." <laughs> <laughs> you know what's weird about Kendrick? He ex- he low key wants to make every single song like his. So like uh, it's like a bunch of leaked reference tracks. <laughs> Like you guys know, like all the stars with uh, Kim and SZA. Yeah, yeah. yeah he he sung all of SZA's part. He just told sure SZA did. just to do it. So he he has it in him. He just doesn't. Have, I, don't think, I actually artists do that though. They're supposed I don't to know. do that, and then they go like, you know, who would sound really good on this? SZA, and then they, they give it to SZA. Yeah, he did that but to Baby Keem. He he's done that to J Rock. He's done that to pretty much every person he's ever worked with. That's what I actually don't like Kendrick fe- features because he takes the track all the way up. Like he had a on, on Danny Brown's album Atrocity Exhibition, he had a feature, and apparently Danny was like, "Here's the beat, 
I don't want no hook on this. I just want you. It's me, you, and Earl Sweatshirt. We're just going to wrap our asses off. It's just bar after bar. That's it. Kendrick was like, all right, I sent it back. There's an intro, an outro, a hook, and a bridge. <laughs> and I put a verse on it. And Danny's like, nah, okay. One of the right. only songs where I can I can say I think Earl got Kendrick. But I think that's. I agree. <laughs> that was Earl's probably best feature ever, I'll say. Uh. But yeah, I thought that's what I thought Kendrick's album was going to be because he doesn't owe you shit. But I mean, also Drake doesn't really owe anybody shit either. No, Drake doesn't owe anybody shit. And he hasn't for five albums. That's why I got bored with his music. Just like this nigga already has a down pat. I'm going to hear this everywhere. I don't need to listen to it in my own spare Also, time. Beyonce. That's why I'm happy as hell he dropped Beyonce this. Also, Beyonce is dropping soon. So it's probably best say he did something along these lines instead of trying to reach for the stars with an album. Yeah, what happened to Joey Badass, Evan? Uh, I think something happened with like his like... Uh like getting getting the whatever the sample cleared or something i heard a conspiracy that he just pushed it back because drake dropped and beyonce is about to drop chris brown's dropping too so i mean if he's pushing it back he's pushing it back chris brown doesn't give chris brown doesn't give a shit chris brown is about to drop 45 songs on an album and two of them are going to be at a minimum and then the rest are just going to be i like i don't know what the fuck i'm listening to but yeah. It's gonna be a combination of what you're on Drake's album plus some like bad bunny, like the cocaine the is gonna be cocaining on Chris Brown's album. Yeah. Yeah, no, he, That's true. he made that 45, uh, 45 song album in probably the course of four minutes. Cocaine's gonna have a really good summer, that's for sure. Yeah. Uh yeah, you where do you guys wanna go? You can go ahead, Evan. Yeah, mine um mine is that elephant. Good. I'm glad somebody's highlighting the elephant. <laughs> um, the story goes, uh, there was a 70-year-old woman who's believed to have been either a poacher or helping poachers um, hunt down this elephant village. And um, this elephant, one, murdered the 70-year-old woman. And then mm. at the time of her, her funeral, um, while she was being uh, cremated from the family, pulled the woman out of the fire and then proceeded to reenact the killing of the woman again stomp that bitch out again (laughs) yo elephants are the shit i was was, wait wait i was told this 70 year old woman was just getting some water and and this this elephant just trampled her out because she was in her he was in the elephant's area but wasn't really harming anybody Either way, there's Either no. Way. I don't think there's a clear cut story about who this seven year old woman was, but regardless of it is, I'm, they did something wrong enough to the elephant where he felt he could go over to this woman's funeral just to make sure that she's dead. And God damn it, did he did? It's the it's the definition of that meme. Uh, I went to my uh, haters funeral. Haters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, sometimes, uh, Alex, if your story is true, sometimes you got to let these niggas know who these who's the apex predator anyway. Sorry, old lady, but that's how I go. Stay the fuck away from my water hole. That's mine. Yeah, that's where I get water, not you. Mm-hmm. Go into go into the the lady's funeral though to stomp her out again. That is that's some top. While level I was being hater cremated, sh- she's in fire. Shit. <laughs> top letter hater. She was, I, she was in fire. <laughs> she's being laid to rest. <laughs> put him, the elephant put themselves in physical <laughs> danger to stomp this bitch out again. <laughs> God bless it. I'm I'm a big fan of the al- or the elephants and the fucking chimp or orangutan from last week. The, the animals are fighting back, and I hope every summer we get a new animal 
showing us, hey, like, y'all took yourself out of the wild, but if y'all were still in here, you'd be getting your ass beat. The animals are beating the shit yeah. out of niggas this, this, whole, this summer. <laughs> I watched that video of the I watched that video of the orangutan uh, grabbing that guy by the the Lululemon shirt. Oh my yep, god! Yep. How do you twist someone up yep. like that? <laughs> fucking fucking just absolutely ragdoll this bitch ass with one hand. <laughs> it had a look on its face too, like bitch. I've been waiting all day, and you're the one. <laughs> Love it. Couldn't be couldn't be more proud. If you ever go to a zoo, I, I hope it's a little bit on site every now and then. I just hope that every now and then somebody gets beat up at a zoo or in the wild, whatever it has to be. I think it's it's more than fair that the, the animals assert their dominance here and there. Like, yeah, you have a car and an iPhone, but I can still fuck you up. It goes back to what we say with Game of the Week here and there. Sometimes it needs to be clear to the men and men in particular that like no matter what your job title is, how much money you make, some people will beat the shit out of you still, and you need to know that in the back of your mind and move accordingly. Yeah, cash in hands is free. Free ninety nine. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Yeah, and some of these animals have been uh, showing off the fact that like, hey, we got we got hands too. Joe. Yeah, absolutely. and elephants have been known to be petty as shit too. So this isn't even really a surprise. Yeah, apparently, like I, like you like did something wrong to a baby elephant that. Like elephant will remember like its entire life. So if you run to elephant again, like later on in life, when it's like probably four times it's like your size now, it will still like stomp you out. <laughs> How deep did y'all get in that Twitter thread? I read a girl that said she was a grad student that was like in zoology or something, and uh, basically there were like two rival herds of elephants, and the and the matriarchs of the herds had beef. And she said like literally, if you like took like shit from one like herd and put it near the other herd they would literally run like hundreds of miles across the serengeti to go start shit just because anytime they caught whiff of these motherfuckers it was on site that's fantastic yeah elephants uh elephants are petty (laughs) and uh they're rising in rankings of my favorite that might make them Uh, number one are you kidding me that's some prime level later (laughs) shit (laughs) exactly exactly you get me and my homies to stomp you out if you're 100 miles away yeah that's that's a vibe exactly i heard like some cute story about how um like this, uh, this person that worked at like a like an elephant sanctuary, something passed away, and like the elephants mourned the person's death, and then they actually also showed up at the funeral too, some cute shit like that. So yeah, and then they came back every year, yeah, to pay their respects. Yeah. I, I read that one too, but I was more interested in the petty stories. <laughs> 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 I saw a bunch of videos of white girls in India washing elephants, and that little tourist thing you can do, and the elephants just rocking their shit. I saw one of them just throwing shit at people. <laughs> oh, got that dude yeah. good, too. Yeah. We forget how smart some of these animals are, man. They they really do know what's going on. I have a house cat, and I'm convinced he has every inclination of what's going on in the house. He just oh, doesn't he want to pay kill rent. You. So. <laughs> if you don't get a house cat from the time they're a kitten, that means that they actually just want to kill you. They don't, they don't like you at all. That, Cats think oh, he that, makes that clear. No, cats think that they're the that they're you're your owner. So like they think that they own you. Yeah. No, I know I know it's like that because he does petty shit. Like he's been doing this thing where like every time we open the door he runs out in the hallway, doesn't go anywhere, just just sits out there. Just goes out there knowing that it's inconvenient for us. I had a, we had a cat growing yeah. up. He actually used to lay by my side in bed when I was a little kid so I wouldn't fall off the bed. So I can't can't relate. Or yeah, somebody's got to feed him. <laughs> R.I.P. R- Justin. <laughs> Name Justin. <laughs> <laughs> Who named the cat? My mom. 
She's dead too, so RIP. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Who was Justin to your mother? I don't fucking know, to be honest. We didn't yeah, get. We didn't get old that enough. out. We didn't, there's a story yeah, we there. We never got old enough to, to ask her the stuff. Those type of stuff. So those are some yeah. things that it's probably best she died with. Because <laughs> I don't, <laughs> don't want to know that, either. Yo, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I'm at the stage with my parents where I'm starting to get those stories, and most of the time you're like, I actually really wish I didn't know that. I could have died not knowing that, and I would have died happier than I will now. Because <laughs> it's, it's one. It's either going to be like a not as entertaining as a story as I thought, or two, I just did not want to know. <laughs> exactly. If it's a good story, that means it's not it's not something you wanted to hear. All right, um, I'll go real quick. My light skin of the week um, is uh, just baseball commentators in general. Um, my favorite um, professional baseball team, the New York Yankees, have had an unbelievable run this season, and they're really, really, really fucking good. So this past week, I decided to buy the fucking subscription so I can watch all their games and stream them and shit. And uh, the Yankees are so good this year that they keep blowing teams out. And I don't know if you guys watch baseball where, like, it's like a, you know, it's like a 10 to 2 game where the game's fucking over, but there's still six innings left. But it's some of the best commentary you'll ever hear. Because I would listen to the Yankees commentators talk for three innings about Ray Liotta movies. Earlier today, one of them was talking about a dad bod Olympics that happens in their hometown, and they were talking about who they should invite to. to... It's just not about baseball. It turns... <laughs> it's literally just 20 minutes of conversations about who looked hot in a movie <laughs> in the 90s, and then they're like, oh, yeah, and there's a double. <laughs> that one's off the wall. to second base. You know who else was hot? was that fucking girl from uh, Saved by the Bell. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, yeah, no. Nah. What's she doing these days? <laughs> Oh, and that's strike three. On it's like, God damn, this is hilarious. My favorite commentary in any sport is when there's a blowout. It's fucking, it's it's fucking amazing how quickly uh, it goes from commentary to a podcast. Like it's like it's a just a flip of the switch. Yeah. It happens in basketball a good amount, but baseball, there's already a lot of just open air that they got to fill with whatever the fuck, and that's why, like, baseball commentary is already a pretty tough job. But when it's a blowout and it's like, just just not competitive, they they get so far into their bag of just like, oh, I, I could give a fuck less about the baseball game happening in front of me. I want to talk about my daughter's bitch of a best friend <laughs> keeps coming over and eating all my macaroons and shit. Like, <laughs> I love I it. I think sometimes... So, yeah, shout out to baseball commentators. <laughs> Have you grown more of a sympathy for the guy that was the Reds announcer then? Because he, I think he was by himself that day. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that is a that is a real tough job. And with all the tragedy going on, I bet Nick Castellanos is probably going to be MVP this year. <laughs> he, he did it again. He did it again. Like on, on, <laughs> on Memorial does. Day, they were like they were like saying like we like to commemorate all the fallen soldiers and everything. And hit it, hit a smoker again out the out the park. <laughs> <laughs> That man just gets filled with strength every time tragedy happens, and I couldn't be more proud of him. It's kind of like that elephant. <laughs> exactly. All right. Game of the week. This is why you can't tell light skins they're funny. Game of the week. Yeah, the game of the week is just us giving you advice. Uh, probably shouldn't listen to it. All right, can, can I can I give, give some game here? Let's do it. Uh, last week I was talking about being a hater. I'm going to piggyback off of what I said last week, and uh, I'm going to keep the hating going, guys. Uh, and I'm also going to Ooh. add another running theme we got. Uh, you know, don't work too hard. Uh, the two people that uh, I was a, not a fan of at my last job that I'm really happy for the demise to happen, I uh, also found out hmm. new information on why they got fired, and it was simply 
for going above and beyond. They were told to do one thing, and they decided to do a little extra, and they got fired for it. So, I, I've had the As I've had should. the best week and a half uh, <laughs> in, in quite a long time. So, you know, don't work too hard. It's not worth it. You know, Mm -hmm. if your boss Mm -hmm. tells you to do something, it's because they want it done that way. Do you know what I mean? You don't have to you don't have to go shoot for the stars. You don't have to, you know, uh, you know, be Billy badass and get more. It doesn't have to work out that way, because look at this. Now you can be a substitute teacher for a history class. (sighs) You know, at, at, at my at my last job. Uh, my manager, he's been there for probably roughly like 20, 25 years or so. And there's a, there was another person I worked alongside who had been there for 20, 25 years. And um, a, the guy that's been there for 25 years, I mean, he, he does his job. But he, he for the life of him, he says he doesn't know how he got that manager job. And if you just ever talk to my manager, it's just simply because, like, he just doesn't know what he's doing half the time. But you know what? He probably knows what to do, what he's told. There you go. Yeah. And he's probably been really good go. at that part, just doing what he's told to the point where he can now become a manager of something. And that's all that's important. Even when they tell you to go above and beyond, you know, find <clears> different <throat> ways to make yourself, you know, valuable, you don't have to. Because <laughs> <laughs> what they're paying you is what they're paying you. They're not going to up your pay because oh. you're just over here doing things that make the make work better. No. It was just, you're expendable either way. It was the same way. way my last job, too. We had a manager. Uh, or a supervisor or whatever, we would walk up to him and be like, hey, uh, so how do we do this? And he would simply go, no fucking clue. He would say, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> but you tell him to do something, and he would say, I will do it exactly how you just asked me to do it, if not um, less, because I have to go figure out how to do it. But I'm going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> but I knew more than that guy. He had worked there for about uh, 12 years. And, uh, yeah, it, it, Shout out to that guy because he was the best supervisor there, uh, and it wasn't even fucking close. I literally had to show my supervisor how to do different things on the program that he trained me on. <laughs> yeah. mm. Mm. Nothing like that. And guess what? His spot's not moving. Yours might. It's not. <laughs> Yours might. I'm not even there anymore. Yeah, exactly. No at all. <laughs> <laughs> we're gotcha. I, uh, in my job, uh, we like hire interns every like semester from college and um, you definitely learn who's good and who's not based off of uh, exactly what we're talking about. There are some interns that really want to impress you and you'll give them a task like, you know, can you make a spreadsheet? Here's this information. Here's this information. I need a spreadsheet. Just throw the dates here and the, the, the numbers here. Um, and some of them will be like, hey, so I added some macros and I made it into a chart. And I get, okay, you're fired because that's not what I asked you to do. Why is this color? Then ask for a topographical, yeah. Yeah, Why is this ask for a topographical map of Africa. I wanted a spreadsheet. Why is this Correct. color coded? Why Correct. is there blues and yellows? Get the fuck out of here. Get, get. I asked for three columns. <laughs> this has seven columns. And now I'm looking at it and I don't know what the fuck I'm looking at. Is it more information and probably better? Sure. I don't want that, though. What did I ask did for? Did I ask that? for a PowerPoint? No, of course not. You. No. <laughs> yeah. I the reason you. why I asked you to do it is because of how I do my and work. Why are you done already? <laughs> I don't have anything else for you to do, and it's 11 o'clock. I asked you to do my job. This is supposed to take me the rest of the week, and it's you're done. It's Monday. It's 830. <laughs> Aren't you supposed to play fucking beer pong on your phone or something like that? <laughs> exactly. I know Twitter's popping right now. That's all I've been doing all day. How <laughs> the fuck are you done already? 
We're making fun of Wiggins' high face. Why are we? Why the fuck do you have the spreadsheet? That's, well, well, that's the lunch? worst. When you're in a really good conversation with uh, some other coworker that doesn't give a shit, and, then, and then, <laughs> you're talking about the YouTube conspiracy video that you found, and someone just comes up, like, ooh, 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 I found a new way that we, we can we can go about, you know, making this more productive. Get the fuck out of my face. Go. <laughs> Yuck. <laughs> Yuck. Hope you're watching first take, well, like uh, trying to figure out what Stephen A. feels about the Dallas Cowboys for the 57th time. That's you tell important. me we'll do some work. That's important. <laughs> that is important. That's important. <laughs> and you know what? My favorite type of interns are definitely the ones that be like, yo, just tap me on the shoulder like, yo, uh, did you see that uh, Bradley Beal might get traded? It's like, oh, shit, for real? <laughs> let me see that article. <laughs> yeah, my favorites are to letting me know that the Wi-Fi password is about to change so I can watch first take efficiently. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I need in my life. That's Nothing how you can better go above than and when someone Let me know how I can not do my job better. <laughs> yeah, come to me and help me adjust my fantasy lineup. Don't tell me what to what to do with my job. There you go. There you go. Tell me that somebody is uh, yeah, so it was day to day, but now they got downgraded and you know, I, I wanted to let you know because they're 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 a th- Thursday night game. Like, you know what? Yeah, you might get a job here. You're <laughs> you're really a dynamite intern so far. <laughs> we got it. We got but if you come up to me, tap me on the shoulder. The spreadsheet's done. What else do you have for me today? Be like, I have for you to shut the fuck up and sit there and pretend to be busy like I did my whole career. You dumb bitch. <laughs> that spreadsheet was supposed to take you two weeks. You're telling me you have two weeks worth of work done? Don't make it work two weeks. Yeah. I made it abundantly clear this is the last thing I got for you, homie. It took me 40 minutes to come up with this bullshit task. <laughs> Read the writing on the goddamn wall. Right, we, had, we had an intern that took a highlighter to all of my files at my last job. And I, I had to pause the herd with Colin Cowherd so I could listen to it. You know how you don't get, you're not able to rewind that. That's a radio show. So it was just so, just so rude on her part. Yeah. And, and yes, my day is structured around sports talk shows. And nothing worse than those last two hours, too, when there's no, nothing wrong. You just kind of have to either find a podcast or just actually do work. That's when I kind of hope Bill Simmons put out a podcast. <laughs> Yo, God bless Hawaii, because <laughs> the the uh, night games for baseball, 162 of them start at 1 o'clock for me. You know when they finish right at 4? <laughs> guess, who, guess who walks out right after the last out of the ninth inning? <laughs> if anybody caught on to the fact that it co- my correlation for when I leave work and when the Yankees finishes within plus or minus three minutes of each other. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I just remember going to work at, uh, when with Get Up On, watching First Take, watching her with Colin Coward, and that last two hours is just, all right, well, it's time to send these emails finally. Like, <laughs> Yeah, don't let there be a good podcast on because nothing's getting done. Those Bill Simmons podcasts are sneaky uh, ineffective to getting work done, too. Well, you think you can be productive to them, and all of a sudden now you're enthralled with how they're uh, redrafting the 2006 draft. (laughs) Wait till they talk about an in-season tournament in the NBA. (laughs) I'll I'll stop an email and throw it in the drafts and just (laughs) roll my chair back. Like, God damn, that would be fascinating. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, if they're GMs, what would they do with the Memphis Grizzlies? I don't know. Maybe Jaron Jackson (laughs) should be a good trade piece. (laughs) Yeah, as soon as Bill Simmons starts calling uh, players bitches and then also (laughs) just uh, starts bringing on his daughters, that's when I – that's when I. That's when I'm at the front edge of my seat. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Well, all right. That was that was yeah. good game. <laughs> that's really good game. But yeah, shout out to those guys. I, I think one's about to be a substitute teacher at a high school. So. <laughs> hey, that, that's uh, that's that's bad money nowadays. 
He's already got his own gun. So. <laughs> it's true. I don't think he has to give it back if you're fired. All right. Well, this was the No Relation Podcast. This is Alex saying bye. This is Joe signing off. Peace and blessings. We never introduced ourselves, but uh, yeah, we're the No Relation Podcast. We have stuff going up on TikTok regularly, on YouTube regularly. Please check out the YouTube. The YouTube video is a little, little uh, longer snippet than the TikToks, but good, uh, good, good stuff on there as well. This is Evan. Whatever Joe said. All right. Stop.